This is the Men Refined Podcast. Hey friends, welcome to the Men Refined Podcast. I'm your host, Rafael Sifontes, and today I want to talk about, about a few books, three books to be exact. Three books that are worth reading about who God is. Let me say that again. Three books that are worth reading about who God really is. One of the first book is um, a book written by Timothy Keller or Tim Keller. The book name is The Reason for God. Believe in an age of a skepticism. We're actually going through this book in, uh, in one of our groups, one of our men's groups that I'm part of. The Reason for God, Believe in an Age of a Skepticism, is a book by Tim Keller that argues for the existence of God. Keller, the author, is a pastor and also a theologian who has written several books on Christian apologetics. In The Reason for God, Keller uses a variety of arguments for supporting his case for God's, for God's existence, including the moral argument, the, cosmo the cosmological argument, and the argument for religious experience. Keller begins by addressing the question of um, why so many people in the modern world are skeptical of the existence of God. He argues that this skepticism is due in part to the rise of science and technology, which have led many people to believe that there is no need for God to explain the universe. Keller also argues that skepticism is due to the influence of postmodernism, which has led many people to believe that there is no such a thing as objective truth. Interesting, huh? You know exactly what this means, especially nowadays, now in this age, the, lay, the age that we live on. Now, the author, Keller, then goes on to present his arguments for the existence of God. He begins with the moral argument, which argues that the existence of objective moral values is evidence for the existence of God. Keller argues that if there is no God, then there is no objective standard of right and wrong, and morality is simply a matter of opinion. However, Keller argues that we all have a sense of right and wrong, and that this sense of morality is not simply a product of our culture or upbringing. He suggests that this sense of morality is evidence for a moral lawgiver who is God. Keller then goes on to discuss the cosmological argument, which argues that the existence of the universe is evidence for the existence of God. 
The author argues that the universe is orderly and complex, and that it could not have come into existence by a chance. He suggests that the universe is a product of a creator, who is God. Finally, Keller discusses the argument for religious experience. He argues that many people have had personal experiences, um, and those are evidence, including answered prayers, the sense of God's presence, and the feeling of being loved by God. The author argues that these experiences are evidence for the existence of God. Keller concludes the reason for God by arguing that the existence of God is a reasonable belief. He says that the arguments for God's existence are not airtight, but they are strong enough to warrant belief. Keller also argues that the benefits of believing in God outweighs the cost. He says that believing in God gives us a sense of meaning and purpose in life, and it helps us to live more moral and fulfilling lives. The reason for God is a well-written and thought-provoking book. Keller's arguments are clear and concise, and he does a good job of addressing the objections that skeptics might raise. The book is good resource for anyone who is interested in learning more about the reasons for believing in God. Now let's go into book number two. This book is, no, is, is from J.I. Packard. Um, the name, the title of this book is Knowing God by J.I. Packard. So this book is a profound and influential book that explores the essence of having a personal and transformative relationship with God. Throughout the book, Packard presents a comprehensive study of various aspects of knowing and experiencing God, drawing from scripture, theological insights, and also personal reflections. Now, in this little summary, uh, we will explore the key themes and concepts discussed by Packer to provide a comprehensive overview of the book's content. So here we go. Packers begins by emphasizing that the ultimate purpose of human existence is to know God intimately. He argues that true knowledge of God is not merely intellectual or superficial, but it involves a deep personal relationship with him. Knowing God, according to Packer, encompasses both intellectual understanding and experiential communion. The author emphasizes the importance of studying and understanding God through theology. He stresses the significance of, um, let's say, balanced biblical theology that accurately portrays God's character and attributes. Packer encourages readers to engage in the study of theology as a means to um, deepen 
their relationship with God. So throughout the book, the author, Packer, highlights the lives of individuals in a scripture who had a profound knowledge of God. He explores the experiences of Abraham, Moses, David, and many others, demonstrating how their intimate knowledge of God transformed their lives. By examining their stories, Packer, the author, encourages readers to aspire to a similar depth of relationship with God. Packer explores the reciprocal nature of God. He emphasizes that as we come to know God, we also experience His knowing of us. The author discusses God's omniscience and the comfort that comes from being fully known and loved by Him. Packer encourages readers to embrace this truth and to find security in God's perfect knowledge of them. The book addresses the issue of idolatry and the danger of worshiping false gods. Packer emphasizes the exclusivity of the Christian faith and the uniqueness of the true God revealed in Scripture. He also explores various attributes of God, such as His sovereignty, His holiness, and love, highlighting, highlighting sorry, their implications of our understanding of Him. One of the central themes in knowing God is the incarnation of Jesus Christ. Packer dwells into the profound mystery of God taking on human flesh. He explores the biblical teaching of Jesus as both fully God and fully man, emphasizing the significance of this truth for our salvation and relationship with God. Packer invites readers to worship and to adore Christ, recognizing his unique role in bridging the gap between God and humanity. The role of the Holy Spirit in our knowledge of God is also another important topic explored by Packard. He discusses the work of the Spirit in revealing God's truth and convicting us of sin. The author emphasizes the necessity of the Holy Spirit's illumination to grasp the depths of God's revelation and encourages readers to seek the spirits of guidance in their pursuit of knowing God. Parker addresses the authority and reliability of a scripture. He emphasizes that God's word is the ultimate source of truth and revelation about him. The author explores the inspiration, the inerrancy, and sufficiency of the Bible, highlighting its transformative power in our lives. He provides also practical advice for for studying and um, applying scripture to deepen our understanding of God. Through the book, throughout the book, Packer acknowledges the limitation of human beings and their propensity to doubt God's sufficiency. He reassures readers that God is fully adequate to meet all their needs and all their challenges. Packer explores God's attributes, including his wisdom, power, 
power and faithfulness and encourages each reader to trust in his provision and rely on him in every aspect of their lives. In conclusion, Knowing God by G.I. Parker is a profound and enriching exploration of what it means to truly know and experience God. Through theological insights, biblical teachings, and personal reflections, Parker invites readers to embark on a journey of deepening their relationship with God. The book challenges readers to move beyond mere intellectual knowledge and embrace a transformative encounter with the living God. And by doing so, the author believes that individuals can find true fulfillment and purpose in knowing and worshiping the one through God. Now, I'm going to go into um, book number three of, um, of this title of this podcast today, Three Books Worth Reading About God. So the next book is by A.W. Tozer, and the name of the book is The Pursuit of God. So The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer is really a timeless Christian classic that invites readers to pursue a genuine and intimate relationship with God. Throughout the book, Tozer explores the obstacles that hinder our pursuit of God and provides practical guidance on how to overcome them with deep spiritual insight and a passionate desire to see believers grow in their walk with God. So Tozer offers a profound exploration of what it means to seek after and find God. This summary that we're going to get into, we're going we're gonna to list some of these chapters. Um, you know what? We're going to go through each, each chapter because it's so good. And we're going to provide an overview of the key concepts and the themes discussed in each chapter of the book. So I hope you're ready for this ride because we're going to go chapter by chapter and we're going to go briefly uh, into a summary of each chapter. So, hey, if you haven't read this book yet, The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer, man, I'm going to probably save you some time, but you know what? I'm also want to encourage you to read this book because this is a timeless Christian classic um, that will invite you as a reader to pursue an intimate relationship with our God. So let's start, would you? Uh, chapter one, following hard after God. So Tozer begins by emphasizing the importance of having an, an active pursuit of God rather than settling for a passive acceptance of religion of, of religious doctrines. He encourages readers to cultivate an, a passionate desire for God and to seek Him wholeheartedly. Tozer highlights that true Christians is not merely adherence to a set of beliefs, uh, but an outgoing relationship with the living God. In chapter 2, the blessedness 
of Possessing Nothing um, is the name of that chapter. So in this chapter, Tozer explores the concept of surrender and the need to let go of worldly attachments. He also argues that true freedom and blessedness are found in fully surrendering our possessions, desires, and ambitions to God. The author explains that by releasing our grasp on earthly things, we create a space for God to fill us in his presence and his blessings. Chapter 3. Removing the Veil. Here, Tozer addresses the veil that separates humanity from God and the need for its removal. He emphasizes the redemptive work of Christ and the access believers have to the Father through Him. Tozer encourages readers to seek a personal encounter with God and to allow Him to remove the veils of sin, pride, and self-sufficiency that hinders intimacy with Him, the Father. Chapter 4. Apprehending God's Majesty. Exploring the majesty and greatness of God, Tozer highlights the um, inadequacy of human language to fully describe his attributes. He encourages readers to approach God with reverence, with awe, and also with a sense of his infinite majesty. Tozer discusses various attributes of God, such as his omniscience and holiness, and invites readers to meditate on his grandeur. Chapter 5. The Universal Presence. Here, the author dwells into the omnipresence of God and its implications for believers. He challenges the notion of confining God to specific locations or moments, emphasizing that God is present everywhere at all times. Tozer encourages readers to develop an awareness of God's presence and to cultivate a continuous communion with Him in every aspect of our life. In chapter 6, The Speaking Voice that's the name of the chapter. In this chapter, Tozer explores the importance of listening to God's voice through his word, the Bible. He emphasizes that God still speaks to his people today through scripture, and it is vital for believers to attentively listen and respond to his voice. Tozer encourages readers to approach the Bible with humility, allowing it to shape their thinking, beliefs, and actions. Chapter 7. Well, the gaze of the soul. That's the name of the chapter. Here, the author highlights the significance of cultivating a deep inward gaze of the soul towards God. He discusses the role of faith, prayer, and meditation in fostering this soul gaze. Tozer encourages readers 
to set aside intentional time for communion with God, seeking his face and allowing him to transform their inner being. Chapter 8, Restoring the Creator-Creature Relation. The author here explores the brokenness of the creator-creature relationship caused by human rebellion and sin. He also discusses the need for restoration and reconciliation through Christ, who offers redemption and the opportunity for a renewed relationship with God. Tozer encourages readers to embrace their rightful position as creatures and to live in humble submission to the Creator. Chapter 9, Meekness and Rest is the title. Tozer discusses the qualities of meekness and rest, which he sees as essential for a deeper pursuit of God. He explores the biblical concept of meekness as a strength under control and emphasizes that it is through meekness that we find rest for our souls. Tozer encourages readers here to embrace meekness and to surrender their wills to God and finding true rest in Him. Chapter 10, The Sacrament of Living. In the final chapter, Tozer explores the concept of living every aspect of life as a sacrament, as an offering to God. He encourages readers to see their daily routines, relationships, and responsibilities as opportunities to glorify God and to experience His presence. Tozer emphasizes that the pursuit of God is not confined to specific spiritual practices or rituals, but it also encompasses every aspect of life. So, in conclusion, The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer is a transformative work that calls believers to wholeheartedly pursue an intimate relationship with God. Through addressing obstacles, emphasizing surrender, and encouraging spiritual disciplines, Tozer, the author, invites readers to experience the richness and fullness of life with God. This book serves as a guide for those seeking to deepen their relationship with the Creator and to find true satisfaction in knowing Him. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Again, I'm your host, Rafael Sifontes, and I hope this podcast, this episode, has encouraged you a bit. And if you get anything out of this episode, I will encourage you to share this episode with somebody else. It will mean the world to me. Again, thank you for staying connected. Thank you for listening to the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter by going to twitter.com forward slash Rafael Sifontes. Links are in the show notes of this episode. And until next time, God bless you.